Evan Nixon has started a brand new adventure as a certified life coach. Aided by his husband, Kevin, his best friend, Minxy, and his mentor, Miss Erica of Miss Erica's Life Coaching Institute and Cross-Dressing Academy, Evan navigates a host of zany clients, all while life coaching his own journey. Flashback to two years earlier at Miss Erica's Life Coaching Institute and Cross-Dressing Academy. Miss Erica is looking out over the class and observes a sea of her students' raised hands. Miss Erica points to Dennis. What are spheres of influence? Wrong. Also, what did I say about overalls? Appropriate for farmers, construction workers, and Brooklyn hipsters, but, and I quote, not for my class. That is correct. I expect you to change immediately. He begins to undo his straps. In private? Miss Erica points to Susan. Acknowledge and encourage what is good in the client and empower them to reach their greatest potential. Excellent. Can someone demonstrate using Susan as an example? Susan has a unique style and she's unapologetic about how she interprets it. It gives her a sense of realness in a world that is often fascinated with the superficial. Bravo! Thank you, Evan! Your hair is still ruined. The present. New York City, the Big Apple. Name that because they used to throw large apples at people who came here hoping to become a star, even though they had absolutely no talent. What? That's not correct? <laughs> well, let's agree to disagree. Anyway, Evan is sitting on a bus next to the same older white woman from last week. And that's the moment I became Evan Nixon. Certified life coach. Why does this strange man keep talking to me? The older woman places her coat over her head. You know I can see you, right? Well, this invisibility cloak was a waste of money. A pregnant woman gets on the bus and sits next to Evan, uncomfortably forcing him towards the window. Pardon me, I need to- Can't you see that I'm pregnant? I'm sorry, I, I just- I need to get off soon. You should have thought about that before you chose the window seat. I think we got off to a bad start. My name is- I don't care what your name is. I'm exhausted from carrying this oblong watermelon inside me, and I don't want to get up. From behind Evan, an African-American woman leans forward, whispering in his ear. This woman is tripping! Not now, Patty. If not now, then when? Look, it's not your fault she's pregnant. It's not like you in the room cheering her on. Nine months earlier, the pregnant woman, not yet pregnant, is in bed with a man. They are passionately going at it while, unbeknownst to them, the man's mother is in the corner secretly spying on them. Yeah, boy, just like that. Do it the way Mama taught you. Marty, did you hear something? Just the sound of my love rocket shooting into your solar system. Get off of me. And back to our city bus. Lexington and 50 toy. Ma'am, this is my style. Do I look like a ma'am to you? Just climb over her, fool! Just as Evan gets mid-straddle on the resistant pregnant woman, the older white woman and her dear friend see them. When he said he was a life coach, I didn't think he meant trying to create life right out in the open. We're not doing that. She's already pregnant. Get off of me! 
Evan finally gets over the pregnant woman and makes his way to the front of the bus. He looks at the back of the bus and sees the pregnant woman exiting. What the? This bus is going express. Next stop, Staten Island. The bad part. Evan finally makes it to his building with moments to spare. He presses the elevator button. Dr. Grant? Dr. Grant is attractive. Like, make you agree to rob a bank with him kind of attractive. Evan, what a surprise. I hear you're going through with this charade of a career as a life coach. Congratulations. Ew. How long has it been? I was in that gangster horror musical called The Sound of Screaming on the Carousel After Being Shot by the Godfather. Ugh, that title was horrendous. Not as horrendous as looking out into the audience and not seeing you at the top of Act 2. I told you I had an emergency. His emergency was Jay Kwan, and they met in the lobby of Evan's play. It's been five years, let's not fight. I hope to see you later, Evan Nixon. Certified life coach. Don't get any ideas, fool. That man is like having sex in the shower. Hot in theory, but really, just slippery and dangerous. So sorry I'm late. This awful, horrendous pregnant woman. You're Evan Nixon's certified life coach? You're Vivian DuPont? I've I've made made a a terrible terrible mistake. mistake. So Vivian, what brings you here? You were recommended by my friend Jeff. Jeff number one? Who names their child Jeff number one? No, it was Jeff Hampson. He said you were both in school together at... Miss Erica's Life Coaching Institute and Cross-Dressing Academy? What? Is that even a real place? No! No, you were at NYU together in the musical theater program. Oh, that Jeff. How is he? Dead. What? He died two weeks ago, right in the middle of singing Luck Be a Lady Tonight. I guess Luck didn't listen. But I digress. Jeff heard about you from his friend Jeff, who comes here with his friends Jeff, 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 and Jeff. And we come full circle. Well, Vivian, what is it that you are looking to work towards? What is your objective? As you can see, I am pregnant. Yes, I remember climbing over your baby bump. I told Marty, that's my husband, that I didn't want kids. He seemed okay with it. My mother-in-law, not so much. And flashback to a restaurant ten months earlier. Vivian, Marty, and her mother-in-law, Loretta, are at a table eating. I don't want kids. Loretta stands and flips the table over. Now back to the present. So imagine how excited she was when I told her I was with child. And flashback to the same restaurant nine months ago. Vivian, Marty, and Loretta are at the same table eating. I have news. I am pregnant. Loretta stands and flips the table over. Now back to the present. Let me ask you a question. On a scale from one to ten, how do you feel about becoming a parent? Negative three. The Jeffs are in the corner of the room holding a sign that says, We don't like kids either. They flip it. It says, They cost a lot and smell funny. They flip the sign again. It says, And we'd rather be able to watch the reality show, The Ex-Wives of the Bachelor on Volcano Island, without the judgment of a pair of beady little eyes. You guys know you're really early, right? (laughs) 
later that evening, we are now in the home of Evan and Kevin. I think I'm dying. Honey, you've already died eight times this week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> You're the most ridiculous man in the world. Flashback to a pageant. Evan is standing on a stage with several other men. The winner of the most ridiculous man in the world is... Oswald Vandorek. Back to Evan and Kevin. No, I came in second. Uh, apparently you want to discuss something, so what is it? I was wondering, did you hear anything from your lawyer friend about that place, Men That Dress Like Ladies? You know, I did. The business seems legit. They're quite popular and close to capacity. Many seem to love it so much that once they settle in, they end up leaving their former lives behind and staying there permanently. I think Minxie and I need to pay MDLL a visit. Oh, wait. Don't forget the mini dust pail. Why would I need that? Minxie? And the glitter? <laughs> My friends are literally a mess. Across town in one of Brooklyn's multiple hipster establishments. Evan is waiting at the bar as the bartender approaches. What do you want? I'm just waiting on my friend. Sorry I'm late. Did you order? Not yet. Here's your, I'm just waiting on my friend. That'll be $48. What? I'll allow it. Minxie, thanks for meeting me. I want you to come with me when I see Miss Erica. She's taking the Herald death a lot harder than I expected. It's been four weeks since the obituary came out. Wait, didn't that awful nurse not cheery say that was a year ago? Oh my God, she did. Sounds like a mystery, fool. Hush, Patty. Are you seeing Patty again? Yes, here and there. But she does have a point. We need to pay Miss Erica a visit. Here's your we need to pay Miss Erica a visit. Damn it, Brooklyn. Evan and Minxie enter and approach the receptionist's desk. This week, she is wearing a bright blue 60s style wig. Hello, and welcome to Men That Dress Like Ladies. My name Don't is... Don't you remember who we are? I I'm sorry, but all black... Evan raises an eyebrow. I mean, all heavy set. Minxie raises an eyebrow. I mean, all people look alike to me. <laughs> we want to see Miss Erica. Are you looking for Miss Erica, the insomniac, although I believe she's finally asleep? Or Miss Erica, the contortionist, though I believe she's wrapped up in something? Rumor has it that Miss Erica, the contortionist, is wrapped up with Louis, Miss Erica, the insomniac's husband. Geez, I hope Miss Erica, the insomniac, doesn't wake up and find out. I'm sorry, why are you here? We're looking for Miss Erica. Ah, yes. Insomniac, contortionist, or the other one? How many Miss Erica's do you have? Last count, three. Wait, what happened to Miss Erica, the lion tamer, and Miss Erica, the undocumented descendant of film star George Hamilton? Dead. Oh my gosh, how? Miss Erica, the lion tamer from Sunstroke, and Miss Erica, the undocumented descendant of film star George Hamilton, was mauled by a big cat. Although it seems like it should have been the other way around. Good Abend. <gasps> May I be of service, meine kleinen Radieschen? Uh, radishes? 
We want to see Miss Erica, the other one. Moments later, Nurse Nachmeri, Evan, and Minxie enter the room of Ms. Erica. Miss Erica! Is it time? Dear, you have visitors. Poor thing. She's a bit out of it. I'll leave you two alone with her. I thought she'd never leave. Wait, you're okay? I stopped taking my meds. That sounds like the opposite of okay. Whatever they've been injecting us with is ruining our memories. I stopped taking it so I could remain sharp. Sharp. Like that thing that cuts through butter. Ah. Anyway, I worked out a deal with the pharmacist to use saline instead of their medication when filling my needle. Flashback. Miss Erica is speaking with the MDLL pharmacist. You should be able to fetch a good price for these from the black market. Do you mean what Wikipedia calls a clandestine place categorized by a series of transactions that has some aspect of illegality? Or the store across the street run by Madame Riri? Whichever is open. Back to the present. Let's just say I did not compromise my virtue. I am a lady. I thought the jury was still out on that. Shh. Based on some inconsistencies in that nurse's story, we think MDL is hiding something about Harold. I knew you'd figure it out. I can't seem to get a straight answer out of anyone. No one knows who's managing Harold's money, why he decided to put me in this terrible place, or why I'm short five wigs! I want to sneak out of here and see if we can find some type of clue in Nurse Nachtmeri's office. Standing outside of Miss Erica's room, Nurse Nachtmeri is listening. She turns sharply and walks away. Nurse Nachmeri is walking down a dark hallway. And now the Söhne von Hündenen continue to snoop around. M Miss Erika, nein, the other one. I not allow them to destroy my, I mean, our plan. That is an excellent idea. We'll get their goat. It's, it's an expression. I don't know why they chose a goat. Elka! Schnell! Elka appears out of the shadows, wheeling an unconscious Harold Johnson. We need to move Harold Johnson to Sector B. <gasps> Sector B? Lavinia! How many times have I told you not to play the organ after 9pm? But the concert is tomorrow! We just need to make two rights, a left, a circle, go outside, get a Venuschnitzel from Klaus, come back in, go back in a circle, turn right, make two lefts, and then we'll be there. You mean door right there? Yeah, jawohl. Sector B. Lavinia, I swear to God! Elka, take care of her. 
in a different hallway inside MDLL. Minxie and Evan are dressed in plumber gear and are pushing Miss Erica in a wheelchair. Miss Erica is dressed as a washing machine. Now that cannot be right. Are we sure? Okay, fine. Yes, a washing machine. That lost and found is ridiculous. Miss Erica pulls out a bobby pin and jimmies the door open. They slowly sneak in. It's a blueprint of MDLL. What is this? Sector B? Meanwhile, in an undisclosed location in MDLL, Nurse Nachmeri rounds a corner and sees a sign for... Sector B. She had it coming. Retinal scan. Nurse Nachmeri puts her eyes up to the scanner. Early onset cataracts detected. The door slides away, revealing yet another door. Complete the following song lyrics. Young, black, and famous. <clears throat> this money hanging out the anus. That is disgusting and correct. Access granted. The final door slides away, revealing a primitive lab. Nurse Nachmeri gently wheels a slowly waking Harold inside. She leaves, heading back towards the lobby of MDLL. Latrice, put me through to Jacob. Putting you through to makeup. Nine, nine, nine. I said Jacob. Ordering how to deal with a breakup. Jacob! Connecting Shake-Up! French coffee house! Forget it, you stupid, stupid person! Don't cop them! Cut two. The drag queen call center. Why do you treat her like that? Honestly, I hate her. Meanwhile, back inside Nurse Nachmeri's office. Let's get out of here. And what? Pretel, <gasps> what are you doing in my office? Is this not the exit? Is this not the bathroom? Damn it! Where are my wigs? Elka! Elka suddenly appears from behind them. I was wondering when that was going to happen. Please escort our guests, who have stayed way beyond normal visiting hours, to the door. Don't worry, we'll be back. Why are you calling me, Roberta Flack? It's the next morning, and Evan and Vivian are nearing the end of their session. So... What conclusions have you come to? I'm not certain I'm going to make a good mother. I hear you saying that you feel ill-prepared for motherhood. Why? Flashback to a park ten months ago. Vivian is walking with a friend who is holding a... in her arm. My arm is so sore from bowling the other night. But you carry your daughter around all the time and never seem to complain. Well, I'm not slinging her down a bowling alley. Well, maybe you should. And back to Evan's office. <laughs> Vivian, you are strong-willed, independent, curious, powerful, and not afraid to be a freak in the sheets. How do you know all that? <laughs> I'm good at my job. Also, the Jeffs have it written on a sign behind you. The Jeffs are holding a sign that says, pay attention to your client. Thank you, Jeffs. Vivian, 
What are you feeling right now? I'm wondering if my fear isn't about losing myself, but how to best impart my true self to my child. Very insightful. Next week, we'll come up with some strategies to help you remain you while also helping you prepare for motherhood. Vivian leaves. I hope this session was helpful. The Jeffs flip their sign. It says, not so much. Get out of my office. Dr. Grant appears in Evan's doorway. Well, I must admit your client looks somewhat happier than the first time I saw her. Boy, are you spying on me? Spying? Uh, are you implying that I've paid someone a great deal of money to follow you around Brooklyn and report back to me every little detail about your comings and goings? What? Uh, nothing. 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 Evan, are you busy tomorrow? I'd love to get a drink. I think I miss you. Jay, I'm married. Okay, well, would your husband mind if I take you out for coffee? And donuts? And donuts. I'll come by tomorrow. Sound good? Evan, you in danger, girl! Jay is on his way back towards his office when suddenly... It's none other than Nurse Nachtmary. Hello, Jacob Grant. This ends Episode 2 of The Coach. The Coach, Episode 2, Empower, is written by Eric McKeever and stars Bernard Holcomb as Evan Nixon, Adrian Danridge as Miss Erica, Hannah Spearman as Nurse Nachtmary, Stacy Dove as Minxie, Holly Gilbert as Vivian DuPont, Susan, and Latrice. Samus Haddad as Kevin Russell. Eric Gerson as Dr. Grant. Jenny Lee Mitchell as the older woman on the bus, the receptionist, and the female computer voice. Blake Friedman as Marty, bartender, pharmacist, Dennis, Ralph, and the bus driver. Kabiria Jacobson as Elka, friend on the bus, friend in the park, and drag queen co-worker. And Eric McKeever as the narrator and additional voices. Adrian Danrich, Eric Gerson, Stacey Dove, Jenny Lee Mitchell, and Hannah Spearman are the story editors. Keller Mickle is the creative consultant. The Coach is produced and directed by Elm Tree Singer Productions. Thank you so much for listening.